Blog Talk Radio. Mason Rudolph being an instigator, and my thoughts on that, as well 
and finally, last but not least, we'll get into that awesome workout that was that Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. Um, so to wait for everyone's time. I have a lot of thoughts on that. So we'll get to them and bring my partner in. Y'all know him from the sports blog. His sports blog called BR slash HBC Sports, where he raps about all things HBC Sports, as well as Please the Radio heard on Facebook Live every Tuesday. The one and only Dwayne Nash in the house, who's about as fired up as I am about these times tonight. So, what's happening, D? How you doing, brother? Well, I am as fired up as I can be, and you know, this is this is the end of the collegiate football season for me. So that means a lot of road right. trips. Just got back in town yep. from Roanoke a couple of days ago for the CIAA football nice. championship. Um, unfortunately, okay. I can't make it to Greensboro this weekend for the Aggie Eagle. I'll be watching that on TV, of course. But, you know, in a few weeks, I will be yes. in the ATL for the uh, Celebration Bowl. So I'm getting ready for that in about a month. Nice. nice. And, and for those, I know people already know about our affinity for uh, affinity rather for HBCUs. That's because both of us are products of HBCUs. Both of us, A&T, yes. you on the undergraduate level, me on the graduate level. Um, mm-hmm. And so... We, we we make a point to uh, to point out and cover HBCU issues, sports through you, of course, and do uh, all sorts of issues that come that, that that come about during the sports year, especially when we talk about we have a, a seemingly our annual pilgrimage about the HBCU channel, <laughs> that, that possibly <laughs> sports channel every year. We're going to have that again coming pretty soon during basketball season. So I'll throw that mm. out there right now, but. Let's just get to it, bro, because I know you're fired up. I'm really fired up at the Man, stupidity surrounding the topics that we're going to cover tonight. First of all, let's 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 get to a college football right uh, right quick. Um, okay. Two of some of our oldest injuries. Uh, we injured, he hurt his hip in the mm-hmm. first half against Mississippi State. Uh, you know, it's very unfortunate. I feel bad for the young brother. I think this will also be the last time we see him in the Alabama uniform because I think he's getting held to the NFL next season. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he'll be a first-round pick. He's, he's not, mm-hmm. He may drop a few slots, but he's not. He's a, he's a first-round quarterback. But the reason why I bring him up is because I've heard not only from fans on social media, I heard from so, so-called experts like people from ESPN, Fox Sports, you name it, saying that Tua should never been out there, and also saying that the coaches, be like in this case, being Nick Saban, do do mm-hmm. not care about the welfare of the student athlete, which is why student athletes should be paid. Now, okay, now for those people who are arguing about the welfare. A student athlete, okay, why why are you twisting something that is so unfortunate uh, to his injury to make it about another agenda? I mean, mm-hmm. why 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 do that shit? I mean, first of all, let's let's let's, let's just address the first thing, brother. For the people who think and say that Tua should not be, have been out there, a during the thirty-five to seven blow in the first half, mind you, the first half is not the end of the game, the first no. half. Mm-hmm. It's a quarter, right? Yeah. Still, still got two more quarters to go, and it should happen. But anyway. Yes. And also, the fact that he shouldn't have been out there against Mississippi State. 
and save him. But people were saying they should have saved. He should have saved himself. Save himself, save himself, rather, for the Auburn game. I mean, for anyone who's played sports, especially football, they know that shit happens. Yes. Okay. I'm sure that Nick Saban, into himself, did not know, did not predict that he was going to hurt his hip on a freak play, on a on like a, like a, like on a quarterback hit. And that that in this prosperity in this collegiate career, I'm sure they did not know that, and no. I'm sure that that given that Alabama's currently number five in the college football playoff rankings, they wanted to show their swag, just like mm-hmm. other teams do, like Clemson, they beat they, who beat Wake Forest fifty-two to three. Yeah. Did Did Davos Winnie enjoy his squad run to score on, on Wake Forest? I'm sure he didn't. But you know what? It's about style points with these with the college football playoff committee. Maybe Alabama was thinking the same thing against the inferior mm-hmm. opponent. And you know what do we say about the good teams what they should do to inferior opponents? They should put the food in their throats and choke them the fuck out. That's what Alabama was doing against Mississippi State. I do not fault Lee Saban for leaving the young man out there. Again, it was almost halftime. It wasn't almost in the third quarter. It wasn't even in the goddamn fourth quarter. It was in the second <laughs> fucking quarter. I wish that people would stop just chill and shut the hell up with this bullshit about he shouldn't have left two out there. He they, they don't care about the student athletes. Man, get the fuck out of here. But anyway, before I go off on the on floor, I want you to have the floor because I know you have thoughts on this as well. But I'm sure you agree with me that this is a hearing those talking heads. I mean, it's one thing for the fans to say this shit. It's nothing for me and people who who call themselves pundits, who others who do the same for a living, should know better. They just say stupid, stupid shit like that, particularly ex-athletes, because they, and, and, and I'll say this, most ex-athletes like the Danny Canellas of the world and the Grand Macawards for ESPNU and whatnot, they, they, they're, they're on our side. They think that fans and media type saying all this shit is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they, I would say that many more of them like that, namely former collegiate players. But I just think they're stupid. I know you think they're stupid, so I need to cool off a minute, so I'll let you have the floor. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I'll, I'll say this, right? It is. It's, it's, oh, my God, it's utter ignorance. Um, I'll say this, right? Yeah. First and foremost, for me to be surprised, well, first and foremost, you know one of my favorite yeah. quotes comes from the great Charles Barkley. There's only one yeah. expert in the world, and that's God, right, as it pertains to pundits. <laughs> now, when, when you're talking about a, a potential coach not caring about a player's welfare, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if that was the case. I don't know if I would say that that would be the case in this particular situation, but to mm-hmm. say that that's probably the case, eh, maybe, maybe not. Could be. But I doubt that that's right. the case you don't as know. it pertains to, right. to Tua, know. right? Now, to your right. whole point about players getting hurt at any time, trust me, Scott, I've had this conversation multiple times. Once again, put it back uh, full circle as it pertains to HBCUs when they participate yeah. in what they call money games. The people don't like right. seeing HBCUs right. participate yeah. in these games because they believe that a lot of these guys are, are, aren't as physically strong or as physically big as these guys on the FBS level. 
Sure. Maybe Division Two as it pertains to FBS, but FBS and FCS, I'm going to go ahead and shake my head and say no. That's not the case at all. Now, don't get me wrong. They have more talented players, quote, unquote, right. because they have more right. scholarships offered if you're talking about Power 5 schools. But if you're talking right. about these other five schools or the, the group of five, whatever you want to call them, man, yep. listen, yep. that's the same level in my eyes, with the exception of the finances, as right. the F. The FB, those, those FBS squads are the same level as SCS schools, in my opinion. But just because there's no perceived notion, you put these guys up there, you think they're going to get hurt. Man, guys get hurt in practice. So right. what are you trying to say? Guys in practice either? So, no, just, just, just kill me with that. And like you said, it's either you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't. You don't play a guy in right. a situation where you feel as though you need style points in order for you to go ahead and be and you're talking about a team that's number five in the nation in the F in the um in the C F P that needs these style points in order to get moved up or at least be considered to be moved up in case someone in the top four falls out, which will be the case when L S U plays Georgia or when Ohio State plays uh, uh Penn State potentially. Right? Right. So right. they have to be prepped and they have to have their resume ready because they won't be in a championship game this year. And in order to do so, they got to blow teams out. Because if they don't, right. critics going to be like, well, they should have taken that opportunity to blow such and such out. So you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And like you said, injuries happen at any time. Injuries can happen at kickoff. You know, God right. forbid. And, you know, so it, it, can happen, it can happen during warm-ups. Yeah. A guy can, can tweak your muscle the wrong way while warming up. He can twist his ankle the wrong way while warming up. And you're talking about a guy who already has had a high ankle sprain earlier this year, who could have tweaked it again and gotten hurt and been out for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, injuries happen. They happen. So to say that this dude don't care because he kept them in in the first half of the game, like you said, is asinine. But, you know, I completely agree with you and, and also on the point that this is the last time we see him in a college uniform. Second oh, yeah. severe injury. Yeah. You know, second severe injury this season alone. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not right. talk it up? You know, so, yeah, it's yeah. just unfortunate, you know, but um, it is what it is. But um, for all yeah. those that are being critical of Nick Saban, which, you know, you have the right to be, but not in this particular situation. There are a lot of other things you can be critical of Nick Saban about. But this ain't it. This is not the one. Yeah, exactly. So go ahead, choose yeah. choose your wars wisely, but this ain't the war by saying that he don't care about his players because he had two out there playing in the second quarter. Come on, dog. That's not it. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. I mean, we're talking about the second quarter. What is it second about the halftime? It's, right, it's like a few minutes before halftime. I'm sure – now, Nick Saban's more man. I'm sure – Maybe it's halfway through the third quarter. I don't fucking know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe the start of the fourth, he would have pulled them out, I would think, because, again, you know, they were pounding Mississippi State. And, you yeah. know, and, and you touched a little bit earlier, man, that's a tribute to the system that we're in, the college football playoff. I mean, you got all those committee members talking about game control. I mean, what the fuck is game control? <laughs> but, exactly. at, at any rate, I mean. But, no, yeah, that's, I mean, that's to your point right there. 
game control. Yeah. That is something that the, that the committee takes into consideration when they're making the decision of who's right where. If it wasn't for yeah. <laughs> a selection process, yeah. don't get me wrong here, because I want you to go ahead and, and hold your brain on this one. I don't care how far yeah. you expand with this playoff system. There is always going to be a selection committee, and something's going to come into the, right. the play when you're when you're in the selected teams or playoffs. So that's always going to come into play. So this could happen later on, right. years later, with teams on on a oh, larger yeah. scale. When you when you're looking for like say, um, hmm, let me think. Say like a Missouri. If Missouri somehow turns their program around, they're competing for a playoff mm-hmm. spot, and you're looking at 16 teams. They're going to need to have some sort of situation where they're controlling games, and they're going to need to potentially blow out a team in order for them to be considered for a 16-team playoff. And then that quarterback blows his hip out. Then what? Does that coach not care for his his players too? This is something that (laughs) until you take human judgment out of this playoff process, you're going to have situations like this continuously happening. That's what's going to happen. So just deal with it, dude. Just deal with it. That's, that's going to happen on all aspects of college sports because that's what happens yeah. when you have a selection committee. When you have at-large bids on the line, yeah. someone's going to have to select, make that selection on who goes or who doesn't, and stuff like that is going to happen. College football, men's basketball, yeah. women's basketball. They have a selection process for bowling. They have a selection process for tennis. They have a selection process for soccer. Right. They have a selection process for hockey. And baseball. I think you said baseball. And right? baseball, softball. There's a selection yeah. process for every college sport where they have a yeah. tournament. This is going yeah. to happen. And I was going to say, remember what happened to Clemson. Remember when Clemson yeah. was number one. Uh-huh. And remember when they – when they got out of Chapel Hill by the skin of their teeth, when Matt Brown teeth, and let them go for two and barely missed, that dropped Clemson from number one to number three. Yeah. The fucking eight people. To yeah. number three. And this yeah. is why Clemson is the way they are right now in the college football playoff because, aside from their schedule, um, they didn't like, the committee did not like the way they played against Carolina. They're mm-hmm. still holding that shit against them. So, mm-hmm. of course, Alabama's going to do what they had to do. Come on. Of course he's going to, they're going to step on the Mississippi State's throat. That's this yeah. system. And Big exactly. is just playing the system. I mean, playing what the, the hell system, people going to for? Gosh. Because he's Nick Saban, uh, that's why. Because he's Nick Saban. Yeah, well. <laughs> and he's out That's, that's the only reason Alabama why. <laughs> yeah, and it's Alabama. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, man. As if that shit doesn't fire us up a lot, it shouldn't fire us up enough. <laughs> then the two days before, the Steelers and the Browns had an infamous brawl. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes. And you know what? It feels fucking good to hit the Browns again because the Browns <laughs> are throwing the ball a little bit. The Browns are talking a little shit a little bit. The Browns mm-hmm. went headhunting a little bit. They went old school with my team. And you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate that shit. I hate the Browns, but I appreciated that. But you know I live in Ohio. Yes. I'll be in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'll be in not in the Cleveland. Well, pretty Cleveland time, but in Ohio nonetheless. I've heard people. I've heard, uh, first of all, I heard fans here, and mostly in Cleveland, obviously, think that Mason Rudolph started shit. And what's worse than that, if that wasn't bad enough, I've seen whole taps on Twitter 
saying that a pilot, a pilot that that um, that Mesa did not get at first didn't get fined, and instead of like in possibly not suspended because he was basically white. That's what they're instigating. Mm. So apparently these motherfuckers didn't see the play. So basically, you seen the you saw you seen the play. I've seen the I play several times. Hell, I'm game. So mm-hmm. the thing is that. Ross Garrett, and with four seconds left to go in the game, decides to not only late hit Mason Rudolph, which they didn't call by the way that they, they that, that 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 late hit on Mason Rudolph, but he gave mm-hmm. the business while he was on the while they were on the ground. And 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 for those people who do not know, Garrett has been doing doing that shit all season. Mm-hmm. And war has been warned about it. But the whole tips of the, of the world and the Ohio fans, sports fans here, don't want to hear that. Next, <laughs> if so, since, since, since Garrett was lying on top of, of Mason, okay, if a 275-pound dude was laying on top of you, giving you the business, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to get his ass off of you. By yeah. any means necessary. Yeah. I mean, Mason decided to suck at his face mask. I was surprised they really kick him in the nuts. And people thought they kicked him in the nuts, which he didn't, by the way. The day we saw the way we watched the replay. But even if he did, can you blame him? <laughs> you know, they have to lay on top of you. You already got your ass kicked by, by 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 your team, which is by against the team, which is now your which always been your rival, right? Mm-hmm. And they're rubbing it in at the end. What the fuck you gonna do? You gonna wild out? And that's what Mason <laughs> did. He wild the hell out. And so when he brought up, right, and then old boy again took his helmet off of his head, of Mason's head. Okay. People are like, well, why did Mason go after him? Why did he go after him? He could just chill and walk away. He took his fucking helmet. What the hell are you going to do? You're going to go back. It's just like when someone takes the head off your head and runs away from you. You're going to go and try to get your head back. No matter how much bigger he is than you, right? Because you don't want to be punk. Because you're not a punk. Mason Rudolph is not a punk. He may be a Trump supporter and everything, but he's not a punk. He's going to get his helmet back. By any means necessary. Okay? And, of course, we all know what happened after that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett smacked him inside the head with his own helmet. Thankfully, with the bottom of his helmet. Otherwise, if we hit him with the crown of his helmet, he possibly could have killed him. Yeah. Because that's a big-ass dude screen that healthy helmet on a, on a soft head like that. Mm-hmm. So, but thankfully it didn't happen. Thankfully, thankfully Mason is still here with us. And he pretty much forgave Garrett earlier today when he accepted his responsibility for the fine. But hearing people, again, I can understand hearing Ohio sports fans say that Mason started this shit and why not the cross foul. I kind of get that because Ohio sports fans, you don't hate to see them. So I see, I get that. I get that. But to hear these hotels, another talking head, say the same, to say the same thing, Come on, man. Just just come on. I'm just but really you, angry you, to see that. Go ahead. It's, <laughs> it's funny that you brought up two points. Because, one, Sweet Lou brought up just yesterday while we were yeah. um, doing our show last night. And, two, is the very thing I thought about when I watched the post-game shows Thursday night and watch certain people's reactions. 
and I'll get to them yeah. in the order in which the play happened. Yes, like sir. you said, I don't remember down the distance, but like you said, it's late in the fourth quarter. There's what, eight seconds left in the game. The Cleveland Browns are up 21-7. to seven. And like you said, it was physical all night. God, it, 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 it had the air almost of a Bengals-Steelers game of the previous yes. decade, how physical that right. was on a primetime night. But I, I digress, right? Yeah. yeah up 21-7. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But, you know, up 21-7, why is Miles Garrett in the game at this point? This is when I'll question. I won't question Tua in his situation, but I'll question. This is the question, this one. Why is, why is Miles Garrett in the game at this point? 21-7. Why? Right? Especially a dude who has a reputation of being a high head and making mistakes. Sometimes, you, right. as a coach, you got to save players from themselves. If he ain't been kicked out all game long, you're up by 14, and get him off the field. Let's, let's go. I understand yeah. you, you probably want to go out there, but there's no way where they're going to have a 14-point score. But I digress. He's in the game. Okay, cool, right? Make the play. Right. Once again, like Lou said, agreeing with you, late hit on the, on the QB, that's not flagged. Because at any other time, had it been anyone else in that situation, you get hit after yep. you get rid of the ball like that, there's a flag on the play. Now, mind you, right. my guess is that the, the refs may have forgotten to throw the flag once the melee started and, and, and the, their minds were more focused on that and not thinking about the penalty. It's a possibility. Now, if, if it was something that they weren't going to call, period, shame on the refs because, of course, that is a late hit. At right. this part, Scott, I think we kind of part ways on this, Right. Okay. And don't be That's mad right. at me, bro. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> but I'll say this. Yes, oh, man. you got a big DN on you. Get up off me, bro. Come on, man. And, yeah. yes, I might shove at you a little bit. But it looked like he was attempting to take his helmet off. And I was like, mm, I don't know if that's the way to do it, bro. So, of course, <laughs> Miles Garrett, who has the position and, and, and leverage, and strength, unfortunately grabbed him by his face mask and pulled him up and pulled his helmet off. At that point, I applaud the Castro for coming in and breaking up yeah. the situation and attempting to be peacemaker. Yeah. Unlike you, Scott, yeah. though, I, I do question why is Miles Rudolph at this point, who's helmetless, charging a man who has a helmet, and has your helmet. I get you want your helmet back, but at some time, yes, I know he wants his helmet back, but sometimes you got to be like, hey, man, toss your helmet back. Especially from a dude who has a reputation of, of being slightly off and who's already agitated, and you're approaching him in an agitated manner. Once again, I'm not condoning any situation, and I'm not, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, approving of either situation. 
But Miles comes uh, across with that, that left-hand swipe with that helmet, busts him in the head, completely wrong. Pouncey comes into the defense. You know, oh, I'm, still trying to under- <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to understand why are you punching a dude with a helmet on? I don't know. I understand it's, I, it's I a reaction. Out. <laughs> yeah. Neither can I. I understand it's a reaction, but, yo, bro, you, you, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're winning. If, you, if your fist yeah. can get to a face mask, <laughs> <You're not laughs> yeah, you're not winning that one. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. with all of that done, you know, both sides are on the wrong. The thing that I questioned, though, sure. was, mm-hmm. was Goodell being too Goodellian in that situation in terms of his suspension of Miles Garrett. Yes, Miles Garrett has a yeah. reputation. I understand that. Yeah. But indefinite suspensions with a minimum of the remainder of the, remainder of the season and mm-hmm. – also, he he can't get out off that suspension until the meeting, which he actually had. I think it was today or yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, today. Two hours. Yeah. So, two hours today. Yeah. So, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been suspended. I question the length of the suspension, but mm-hmm. I understand. And let me tell you why I understand. It's not the crime, mm-hmm. because if you're an avid fan and you watch as much football as I watch. You know mm-hmm. stuff like this happens in training camp, happens in practice. Yep. All that's that the thing. A lot of people say that, too. Yes. So that's one. Two, there is a reason why this is in the play. This is in the, the, the rule book. You, you, do you remember why? I think because it was the Albert Hainsworth, or did it go, go before it? Did it go ah, before I'm, I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Hainsworth. Because it's not because of the yeah. Hainsworth, it's the, it, the perceived Hainsworth. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew this whole time. No. I had to do some research. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, okay, that sounds about right. So, 1978, Lyle okay. Izzato snatches <laughs> off the helmet of a QB yeah. and attempts to hit him in the head with it. So this is, this is considered to be the Lyle Izzato rule because he was one of the right. first to do it, right? Right. Happened again, notably, in, in, in 2002 when the helmet was ripped off a player. But he didn't try to hit him with the helmet, but the, the helmet was ripped off. Then it happened again, of course, like you said, with Albert Hainsworth, where he ripped the player's he ripped the Cowboys' helmet off and then stomped on his head. Happened again. Yeah. That was ugly. That was ugly. I remember that shit. That was yes, ugly. that was very ugly. I, I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I cheered for it a little bit because it is a Cowboy, but at the same time, Stomp on the face. It's a little too extra. A little too extra, especially with people. Well, no, no, shame on you. Not shame on you. <laughs> no, no. But the the the, the yeah, last no. one, it was a situation. It was 2013 again. With right. Antoine Smith, or Antonio Smith. I'm sorry, of the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. The guy is the Tennessee Titans again. No, it's the Houston Texans. I'm sorry, Houston Texans. Slashed yeah. off the helmet yeah. of one Richie Incognito. Mm-hmm. And remember that. tried to bust him in the head with his helmet. Mind you, it was like week two, week three of preseason. He didn't play the rest of the preseason, and he was out for week one. So that accounts to about maybe two, three weeks of, of, of not playing. Also, mm-hmm. under Goodell, right? So, right. These, and, but at the same time, Smith doesn't have the reputation of 
of of of of, of Garrett. Now, I don't think Garrett's ever been suspended a game for his actions, which is why I'm like, okay, indefinite is a little over the top. Maybe you give him somewhere between four to six because he's never been punished like that before, even though he has a reputation. Yeah. So that's why I I kind of question that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe – I mean, I agree with him being suspended for the rest of the season. I mean, you got six games left of the season. That seems about right. And mm-hmm. some people are calling for like one or two games or two the following season, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just think that this is going to be negotiated down. I don't think it's going to be indefinite. Obviously, you don't think it's so either. I no. think it's going to be six games. I think it's going to be yeah. just the end of the regular season, and especially since, one thing, Mason Rudolph's still alive. And two, yes. Mason pretty much said, you know, pretty much for games. You know, mm-hmm. he pretty much let him off. Like, like I don't know if he caught this press conference earlier today. I did. When he accepted yeah. his fine. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. So I think on the screen for those two things, and, you know, and plus, you know, about uh, Garrett, like, uh, uh, purely, I think he's going to get reduced to six games. I, I think you you will see him again the rest of the season. Um, I don't think they're making the playoffs either, so this is going to be it for Miles Garrett. For this season, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I just I just look at that this way. I mean, look, I'm not pardoning Mark Mason Rudolph for his role in this brawl. I'm just saying, I mean, he didn't have to grab his helmet, his face mask. I, I get that, but again, mm-hmm. if a big ass dude who's known for giving folks test business, give him the business, yeah, late hits you, get late. First of all, late hits you, they get mm-hmm. called, but late hits you. Rough you to the ground unnecessarily, mm-hmm. put his weight on top of you, giving you the business. What is any? What would any man do in that situation? And Get he's having off. a bad day offensively. He's having a bad. He threw four picks that game. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I understood why he reacted. This is not the best of decisions. <laughs> I, I, I completely get it. But to your, your, your final point, in terms of how this starts to become. A black versus white thing. I saw it Thursday night by how people was responding and kept trying to, you know, place. Well, well, let's let's put so and so in this situation. How do people react? You know, right. The infamous. Yeah. If you put Tom Brady or you put Aaron Rodgers in that situation, you know, what type of punishment would, would Miles Garrett get? First and foremost, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers won't respond in that type of situation, not like that. So it which means it would it would never get to Miles Garrett hitting him in the head with, with a helmet. Number two, right. it, it 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 just seemed like there were a lot of people just coming at Miles Garrett, but protecting Mason Rudolph, not even to the point of. He, he, we know the reputation of, of Miles Garrett, and he needed to get this guy off of him. It was just a no. He's just an innocent quarterback in this situation. While the, the big bad burly DN came down on him, and it was it was starting to sound racial from, to, to my mm-hmm. ears at that point. So sure. I was like, I, I I I hope, I hope it doesn't start to go in this direction. Because I can see it easily going that way. 
And like you said, mm-hmm. it, it, it went that way. And it's unfortunate it that that was the case. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I just... I just I just hope that people approach this situation, well, players approach the situation a lot better. I understand the whole heat of the moment. I get it because we're human, right? And sometimes we're mm-hmm. overcome with emotion. I just hope that Miles Garrett really learns from the situation from here on out. I really yeah. do. Because he's, he's, yeah. he's a, talent, a talented guy, and we know – how stigma sticks to players, not just in sport, but in the NFL. And it's hard for you to shake stigma regardless of how good you are. We already know that. And this really hurts Cleveland because he's their best player. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. you got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Lange is falling out, and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Nick Chubb is that dude talking the rock. But let's Mm -hmm. see what I want to say. Miles Garrett is the best player. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. with his stupid ass act, that got him knowing that he was gonna miss the remainder of the season. He's gonna really that's really gonna hurt Cleveland. He he really hurt his own team. Because yeah. now Cleveland was hoping to use the shortest part of the schedule to win some mm-hmm. games and hope that Baltimore trips up along the way to maybe secure a playoff spot. Now that's that's a big jeopardy. Because they won't have that dude coming off the edge. Yeah. You know, that's what won the game for, for, for them against Pittsburgh. Is that mm-hmm. the offensive line, Pittsburgh's offensive line, had no answer. None for Cleveland's defensive line. And that was, and the reason why was, was Garrett. Miles Garrett was the sole reason for that. And well, without his services, that, that, that's screwed, man. Cleveland's screwed. Yeah. And but that's, you, that's, that's part of the reason why, you know, you, you, you hit an unprotected juju in the helmet well, uh, heads yeah. first, and, you know, you knock him out, you know, that kind of helps. And then you, you hurt another player, you know, stuff like that. That, that You know, you, you, you knock well, out yeah. key targets, you know, with some dirty yeah, play. Yeah, you know, it was a little shaky, you know. But, but yeah, you're right. With the loss of, of Miles Garrett, <laughs> That's that's going to be detrimental. But like I said, the the biggest thing to me, even outside of, yeah. of how this affects the Cleveland Browns, I'm concerned about how this affects him and the rest of his career. That's what right. I'm more concerned about. And I hope that he learns a lesson from this because Richie Incognito can still get in the league regardless of his um, history and, and, and his past. past. Yeah. But um, – you know, I, once again, I hate to make this a racial thing. I hate to make this a racial thing. But Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. you're a brown, but you're also brown. Right. Take that with well, you, bro. Well, so, that and yeah. that's, that's 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 what's missing here. And, and that's again, that's what I mean. The best part, you know, what the most fucked up part about the whole thing is, this is the first time Freddie Kitchen said himself, the coach of the Browns. This is the first mm-hmm. time. That, that Cleveland has beaten both Pittsburgh and Baltimore in, in the, the same, same season. season. Yes. In the same season. Uh-huh. That should have been called a celebration. But, yeah, yeah I mean, no. Nah, I mean, he, he's gone for the rest of the year, and uh, it put quite a damper on things, didn't it? So, we'll see how the Browns it do, but it, it's, it's really going to fuck them up. It's, just, it's, it's really going to fuck up their playoff chances, and 
uh-huh. to your point, I hope this real doesn't fuck with uh, 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 with, with Garrett long term. Yeah, but play. real quick, is this this says a, a whole lot about, about Freddie Kitchens because he is good enough to coach this team to beat the Steelers and the Ravens in the same season, but yet he had some head scratches throughout the season, and then he can't control his play. So it's, it's I'm like, uh, Fred, what is it about you that you can't get right? But that's a whole other conversation for another time. Because that's a head scratcher too. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So figure the NFL. We're gonna close the show on this. This really, really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, that quote unquote workout that the NFL schedule was calling Kaepernick. I would have, I would have read about this earlier this week, man. And basically. I know you had questions. I had questions. I know mm-hmm. some people at the barbershop had questions. Mm-hmm. I know some homeboys had some questions. I know some white boys had some questions. Other cats <laughs> had some questions. I mean, let's. I mean, shit. Let's just let's just start off with like like with this. I mean, first of all, I mean before we get into let's just like examine the facts of what happened and whatnot. So. Um, I'm going to just get to this right quick. So, basically, the NFL, let's start from the top. The NFL basically set the starting workout for cabinet. Well, 24, I think it's 25 or 24 of the teams, so the 32 teams, players to attend. I don't know if they begrudgingly players to attend or not. That's neither here nor there. But mm-hmm. regardless, most, the vast majority of the teams, more than 80% of the teams agreed to attend. So, mm-hmm. now, I have my doubts. Or who would actually attend because it was on a Saturday. And we all know mm-hmm. that Saturdays are travel. And mm-hmm. when teams travel, that means they have coaches travel. That means the general managers typically travel. That's, that's mm-hmm. you know, the brass, brass, the important folks, let's put it that way, typically travel. And those, even those who are hosting home games that weekend, they're busy putting together game plans. They're, they're busy, like, you know, like wrapping up game plans, I should say. Some of them are having walkthroughs. That Saturday, before the games, like like for the Sunday games. So really, the only people who go who are able to who would be able to attend realistically would I be the Steelers and the Browns, just since they played that Thursday night, and or and slash or the assistant to the assistant to the assistant GM, <laughs> or the scout. Or any or even the scouts would have been busy because guess what they're doing on most Saturdays? Scouting. They're at college, college games. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So who the fuck is going to be there? <laughs> who is going to be there? <laughs> Aside from the assistant to the assistant to the assistant to the general manager. But I, I digress. Okay. And and also the one thing that really stuck in my claw was that they wanted to pay cap the league wanted capital to sign a waiver to basically protect yourself from future lawsuits, right, to, to claim that, well, you know, to pretty much sign away his right to sue them in the future because they would have said, not only could they do it, they could have said, well, we're offering him a shot, whether it be suspect or not, but he would have, they would have signed, Kaepernick would, would have been able to, like, they would have convinced Cabinet rather, to sign away those rights. Mm-hmm. Right, to, to, to go after him, them, the league in the future. So, of course, who the fuck would sign that, right? 
So, I mean, yeah. But I also have questions about Kaepernick, too. I have some questions for him in this camp. First of all, okay, you know, you know, like 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 uh, he wanted the uh, the the workers to to be moved to a later date so he could get proper rate because the team did not know. I get that, and he wanted his camera crews to be there to film the workouts and the spirit of transparency. I get that too. However, if you doesn't trust the league that much, why the fuck is he getting in the bed with back in the bed with the NFL? I mean, he's exactly. like a no-win. He, he puts himself in a no-win situation. If you don't mm-hmm. trust, the league, if he doesn't trust the league, what's up with them? Why he's play just with making him? Making money and football money, and just robbing the sunset and do great things for social justice. Don't even bother with it. Why are you to entertain it? And look, I get it that people would see be saying, you know, the naysayers would be saying, see, Kaepernick didn't want to play again after all. Blah blah blah. Well, well, so be it. So be it. I mean, I'd rather have my – if I were him in that situation, I would rather have my pride than to stoop myself to that low. But then again, there's just two sides to this because, you know, it's kind of – I know it's about to stick out two sides of my mouth, but dig this. If he really wanted back in and there's this, and this people around him said that he really wanted back in the league, then, I mean, it's like any other job. You may not like everything about it. You might have to compromise with some of his ideals. But, hey, you want back in, you got to do what you got to do. It's, it's, it's similar to any job interview. If you go to a job interview, right, you got to what? Mm-hmm. Dress the part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll talk about the dress part in a minute. But you got to dress the part. You got to act the part. You may not want to act the part. You may not want to dress the part. But you got to do what you got to do because you are going against a richer employer. Mm-hmm. You do not have the juice. They have all the juice. We all know this for people who apply for jobs. We do not have the juice. We are at the mercy of the of the hiring director, in this case, the employer. Mm-hmm. We all have this at, at, at the employer's mercy, right? We all understand that. We all, uh, we all should understand that. So it shouldn't be any shock to Capitol that the league was going to have, was going to pull a CYA in that, on that behalf. Now, what I have, would I have bought that the CYA at, at, at the waiver? Damn right I would have. If, mm-hmm. if, if, if I didn't want to really get back in it that bad, if I didn't really want it that bad, I would have just, 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 just taken my identity with me and just roll over to the sunset. That's just me. But if, if, if then again, if he would have, if he wanted back in, and you know what? We may disagree on this, or maybe not. I think that he's better than a lot of the uh, than more than half the starting quarterbacks. I just do. Just 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 by watching, I think he's better than, than Trubisky. I think he's better than James yeah. Winston. I think he's better than um Ooh. than 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 a whole lot of quarterbacks out there, except for a handful of them. We know who the well, I know who the handful is. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just, I just think that 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 um he's kind of screwed himself in that regard, and also. Speaking of the dressing that's the part, still wore a Kit the uh, uh, Kente t shirt. So why yeah. would you do that? Why would you yeah. do that? Come on, come on, bro. Why, why would you do that? I mean, it's it, it's like you, you want to get back in, but you're finding little ways to piss off the league even even more. Okay? Why 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 do that? And one more thing. About the waiver thing, about the about the uh about the camera crew being there and not being allowed to be there kind of thing. 
Remember, he moved the workouts from Atlanta, uh, from the Atlanta Falcons facility in Florida Branch, which is north of the city, mm-hmm. to a high school that's way south of the city. That's like if you go from point A, north of the city, north of Atlanta, I'm pretty sure you, you're familiar with Atlanta to know this from being down there for the Celebration Bowl enough times. If you go from one point north of 285 to below 285, below Atlanta, and that crazy traffic, that you'll spend almost 30 minutes to an hour getting from point A to point B. Yes. Especially during, especially during rush hour. If it's a rush hour, you might as well fucking forget. It was a Saturday afternoon where college football was going on. So of course mm-hmm. we had some we had some 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 cheap, some, uh, some some logistical issues because Georgia Tech had their home game, and you know college football is crazy in Atlanta period. So people are out and about. You got Georgia State down the road. You got Georgia Southern in Atlanta. I'm sure one of those other schools had home games. So it's crazy. What I'm trying to say is Atlanta on a you on a normal day is crazy enough. So for him to move from point A to point B, and the teams who were already did not really want to be there. If you find out, if you're one of those teams, you find out that dude moved from one location to another and you're already en route to the other location, what are you going to do? You want me to say, you want to throw your hands up and say, oh, fuck it, I'm good, and just go to the airport and go back to wherever <laughs> whatever team you came from. I mean, seriously, it's going to turn you off. So, you know, I, I just, I just, I, it just, the whole thing was just a waste of time. I was hopeful, one of the people were hopeful that Kaepernick would get back into the league. And now with how everything ended from the NFL's and Kaepernick's perspective, it was just a whole it was just a whole clusterfuck. And I'm not happy about it whatsoever. I'm just hoping that they put this shit to bed for good now because I really don't care. I really don't care at this point. It's it's just it's just <laughs> I don't really I don't give a fuck. I'm serious, man. I mean I mean I mean we three years of this shit. If the NFL really yes, wanted to with Kaepernick, they had three years to bring this brother back into the league. And if you're Kaepernick, you're working for this point for so for three years. The same three-year period you've been working your ass up for so long. And from the experiment I saw, he looked pretty damn good, albeit throwing against air and whatnot. But then again, if you're quarterback and you're working out for teams, you're always throwing against air. But he really looked good, I thought, anyway. But to 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 to, to Conduct himself the way he did. A Kuta Kente t-shirt. First of all, moving a workout. Then the Kuta Kente t-shirt. And then talking shit at the end, you know, when he, when he said, you know, don't, when he told the NFL to stop running from him. He just pretty much closed the door on it, man. Yeah. And the NFL did his part to close the door on the whole situation. So now it's out of sight, out of mind now. And this is the last time, aside from other social justice stuff, that we'll see Kaepernick in the news. I think this is it, man. Oh, I don't know if this will be the oh, last time, and, and and I'll get to that in a moment. But um, yeah, yeah. The, so I we we kind of have a similar feeling about this situation. Like you, I yeah. too am now tired. Both sides basically are just posturing <laughs> for yeah. position and to show who's bigger and better in this situation. Now, mind you, when the news first came out about the NFL giving um, Colin Kaepernick a tryout, I said, okay, cool, yeah. finally. But the stipulations was a head-scratcher for me. You know, like they yeah. say, 
they right. normally have these workouts on Tuesday, right? Yeah. So they work out guys every Tuesday. That's true. But no. Yeah, exactly. For the NFL, it had to be on a Saturday, which is a head scratcher for me. Why did it have to be right. on a Saturday? But okay, cool. They want you to go ahead and they, they want you to practice at the NFL facility. They want you to practice at the at the, the, the Falcons facility. And, you know, they want you to sign this waiver. All right, you look at the waiver. You don't agree with the waiver because, of course, there's wording in there that both that that you as the Kaepernick camp, excuse me, have questions about. And, of course, the NFL, they don't want to have a situation where you end up potentially coming back at them with litigation. Because you got to remember, sure. the um, collusion case, that um, a, a ruling ends, if, if memory serves me correctly, in February. So if they were to try out and some more that happen and they don't get signed by a team, it's a possibility, and this is probably NFL thinking, that the cabinet may try to sue. But at the same time, if he gets hurt doing this, possibility, he may try to sue. But I understand why. Kaepernick can't question it because it's not a traditional waiver. But at mm-hmm. the same time, this ain't a traditional workout and you're not a traditional player. All of that understood. So I understood the trepidation on both sides on that. So with this workout being set up, 24, 25 teams showing up, you decide last minute that you want to change the location of the workout. Charles Drew High School. Now, for some, that has meaning because, of mm-hmm. course, for those who don't understand Charles or don't know, Charles Drew is the famous African-American um, doctor performed over high surgery. Okay, right? Right. So, you decide last minute to make arrangements or make changes to this workout. Now, mind you, if I am a, a, a scout or a GM or whoever came or representative of the team, that came to this workout in Flowery Branch, I would be a little trepidatious about going to this workout too because of the last-minute change of location and the timing. Mind you, eight other representatives were able to get there on time, which leads me to believe two things. One, if you were really interested, you would have gotten, you would have been able to get there with those other eight. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number right. two... Yes, I understand it's completely on the opposite end of uh, the, the, the Atlanta metropolitan area, or as the locals like to call it, the perimeter. But Charles Drew High School is about 20 minutes away from the airport. So it was an area yeah. in which they have to go in that direction anyway if they fly out. So to, to, to Captain's benefit, you have to pass Charles Drew in order to get to the airport. Right. But my question is this for Kyler Kaepernick. One, do you really need all 32 teams there to watch you work out? Isn't it more important to get the teams who are, who are more interested in having you on their team there to watch you work out? And the eight yeah. teams that were, you know, reported to have been there, are all teams that have quarterback situations either currently or will have one at the end of the season. So those are the teams that you really want to be there are the ones that potentially are going to employ you, and they were there. So there's no need to complain. 
because you got the people there who needed to be there. But another situation, like another head scratcher for me, if you were going to do something like this because you were trepidatious on what the NFL was going to do and you pulled this move, because, yes, let's get them straight. A lot of front office people in the NFL are going to look at you funny because you did this, especially last minute. Because of the simple right. fact that no one else in NFL history that I can think of gets this type of opportunity. But you got it, and you did this to it. So, yes, owners, yeah. GMs, scouts are going to look at you with a, a discerning eye now because of this type of action. But you also wear the Kuta Kim Tate t-shirt. Now, this is yeah, the guy who what, also has a history. I do that. Yeah. He, he has a history of poking the bear. When I said this before in the show, you, you're out here preaching, you know, you want better relations between black and brown people and, and, and police departments, but yet you wear a pair of pig socks to practice. You got a game against the Miami Dolphins, and you're wearing a T-shirt with Fidel Castro on it. Yes, there's a T-shirt of Fidel Castro stupid. and Malcolm X. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yes. I mean, I understand for those who don't know the significance of the photo, do your research, but at the same time, for the and that goes to the people of Miami as well. But at the same time, Kaepernick, you got to understand. No, I, I know he understood the relationship between Castro and, and, and the city of Miami and, and, and the state of Florida. He understands he that. I don't think he did. I don't think he really grasped that because he should have known that 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 that's the last place he won his Castro's T-shirt was in Miami, South Florida. All those Cubans yes. who ran for the regime. No, the reason why. Come the, on, man. I, the reason why I think he understands is because when he was a, a this is a guess, and but I, and I hate guessing for other people. He was sure. attempting to show that regardless of the situation or, or what Castro is known for, you know the type of relationship he has with African Americans or had with Malcolm X, you know, is something that can be worked out. That's my guess. That's my guess because that's, but that's not the whole South premise. Florida, though. I not know. Cuban American. That's, I that's know. the he, thing. He, not, not there. He tried. <laughs> not. He, he tried, and it didn't work. It's, it's one of those things where you, 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 you're too deep for your own good. And, 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 I, yeah. and I think that's exactly what that was. He tried something that was, that was because of what the face value of it was, which is being Castro in – Florida was going to be too thick to get through. It was. Regardless of what your intent was, it's too thick to get through. So he did that. Yeah. He had the pig socks on, and then he comes up with the Kunta Kinte. Dog, you ain't no slave. Stop it. Stop it. And I hate well, it. This, this, I, I'm sorry. I, I Go really ahead. I do not like – yo, you, you, you mean you're, you're sharing a brain here. I cannot mm-hmm. stand when anybody, anybody of any walk of life will compare any of this present situation to the horror that was slavery. That exactly. I do not, exactly I, where I was going. That because, 
you don't people do if people do that they don't really know the fuck slavery was about and how horrible no. it was and how horrific that shit was to compare no. anything to any trial they're going through. So to people who I do to outgroup those people along with people who compare anyone to the to the horror that was Adolf Hitler as well, stop mm-hmm. doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that shit. Unless you're exactly. a slave, unless you're the representative of a slave, unless your ass teleported from 18, whatever the fuck the year was, <laughs> to this present day, I don't want to fucking hear it. That's stupid. Not at all. Not Here at all. Here is the discussion. I mean, as yes. soon as anyone opens their mouth and says that such a thing, I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's in here. Why exactly. would anyone do that shit? I hate that and you, shit. I, and you combine that. I hate that shit. Yeah. You, you combine that with much off of the whole Kanye West situation and, and his comments about slavery, it it, it, it boggles my mind, bro. It, it boggles my mind. And it, 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 like I said before, I understand the trepidation cap. I do. But when you do, when you when you respond with the way and the manner in which you respond, I have to scratch my head and think to myself, dude, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Because this yeah. is not going to help you, or this is not going to be seen in, in a positive manner by those in which you're trying to get hired by. Yes. I don't get that. I mean, it's like he's trying to win over a crowd who has no bearing on getting his ass hired in the NFL. Let's just yes. be real about that. He's Can you imagine if we went to work I mean, with the Kent State shirt on? Yeah. God, I just – look, again, you, you've gone on – you've gotten on me in the past of, of caping for Kaepernick for the past three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really – I really – and you're not the only one who called me about that. I really hoped and prayed – sometimes prayed that this dude would get him – well, not exactly pray, but that this dude would get a shot. In the NFL, I thought it was long of a due. Mm-hmm. Even three years after the fact, I figured better late than never. But for him to do conduct himself the way he did, and the NFL to conduct himself the way it did, it was a waste of time. It was yeah. a waste of fucking time. Here's, here's the deal. And I'm sure you already know this by now. I'm sure many people know this by now. It boils down to two things. The NFL didn't really want Kaepernick back in the fold. No. And Kaepernick didn't really want to get back in the NFL. It's no. just that simple. It's no. just that simple. Both parties are so sick and fucking tired of each other. They took us along for a ride during that time, which even makes me more afraid because I hate having my time wasted like, like the next person. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is at this point. So hopefully – and why? And one more thing. Why would the NFL re, reopen this wound? They're having the best season ever in terms of, in recent memory, in terms of viewership, is up by a lot. And also the same year, dig this, that most, that the vast majority of the MVP contenders are black quarterbacks. Black quarterbacks, that's right. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and, 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 and before he got hurt, uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. And, and fucking the fact, and in and, and addition to that, the other, one, the other contender for MVP is a white running back named Christian McCaffrey. So think about that for me. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate bizarre world of the NFL season, 
the, the five MVP contenders, four of them being black quarterbacks, the other one a white running back. Go figure. But still, <laughs> point is, <laughs> no, but you call it a bizarre yeah, world. I mean, it, it, that's where it is, but you know, it, but it's it cool is, as yeah. hell. Don't get me wrong; it's cool as hell to see Christian McCaffrey is falling out of his mind, and I love to see that. And I also love to see pretty much stereotypes being shattered, and that's what's happening this season in the NFL. But mm-hmm. the, I, I digress. The point is that the NFL in this 100th season has mm-hmm. all this going for them. Tesla's going to pull some stupid shit like this for Kaepernick, and Kaepernick just responded the way he responded. It's like you throw up your hands, man. Yeah. You throw up your hands and say, well, he's like, what the fuck? I mean, what the entire fuck? You're wasting all of our time. So hopefully, just, hopefully this will be it. I'm tired of it. It's been exhausting three years. I know mm-hmm. it's been exhausting for many other people out there. Let's just put this shit to bed. Right away, because it's obvious that both parties are sick and fucking tired of each other. So just, yeah. just go to up the corners and just put this shit to bed once and for all. So my final point on that, yeah. not that I come at you because of it. My whole thing is I just thought that people saw him out to be better than what he was. But, yes, sure. he is better than a lot of quarterbacks that are currently in the league. And my thing is mm-hmm. I think that – his then asking price was a lot higher than what he deserved to get, regardless of what his mm. past accomplishments were. Now, we don't know what that asking price is now, because once again, he hasn't come out to say anything, but at least he's willing to talk. He doesn't right? say anything. Right. Yeah, he won't he say anything. anything. He, he, yeah, yeah, you know, which, which is still a head scratch to me. But, if, yeah. dog, if you were going to do this, let me, let me, let me. Uh, uh, as much as I don't want to see this done again, here, let me give you a hint of how to do this the right way. NFL Combine, February, Indianapolis, do a private workout because all NFL execs and owners will be in Indianapolis during the Combine. Have something that week for one day, for yeah. a couple of hours, for them to come and talk to you, and, and you do a workout there. That is a way that you can have everyone there. But like I said before, you don't need everyone there. Who you need are those mm-hmm. teams that are willing to give you a job, even if it's all you need is one. If that team is right. serious about that's signing what, you, that's what you need. Right. That's it. But I hope that this is the end of this whole situation, man. If he gets into the league, he gets in. If he doesn't get into the league, unfortunate. But I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. Whoever signs him, beware. And the reason why I say that is this. If it doesn't work out, well, if you sign him, it becomes an issue with those who are anti-Kaepernick. If it doesn't work out and you have to cut him, then you piss off those who are pro-Kaepernick. It's a it's a lose it's almost a lose lose situation now. It is almost a lose lose situation. So you have to be careful and it has to be an organization that is set up for that. And, and, and I don't know if there are many of those that exist and I don't know if there are many of those that exist that are willing to pick him up. So buyer beware. Not now, <laughs> Not, Not now, now anyway. no. You know what? I would have I would have pushed back on you on the whole salary thing, 
I'm just so sick and fucking tired of the whole thing now. I'm just like, what, whatever. I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so done. Oh, That's what God. I said when I anyway. when I heard about the, the the workout Saturday. I said he did what? Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm done. I'm totally done with this. So on to the next chapter. You know what? I just stop my football every Sunday and just keep it moving because it is what is this point. So I'm tired. I know you're tired. I know most Americans tired. Let's put yeah. The, let's just chip the bed once and for all. Hey, thank you for joining me, man. I'm gonna have no to problem. Have to after this, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take care, brother. Be safe. All right, big weekend in the MIAC, baby. Conference champion yeah. will be crowned. It is gonna be yeah. a big one. You got four teams up for the uh, the conference crown with two teams, A&T yes, and South Carolina State, looking to potentially make their way to Atlanta. Let's go. Let's go. Peace. All right. That's my man, D. Nash, rather. Dwayne Nash. Please check me out on Twitter at Dwayne underscore Nash. Also on the, the, the yard says HPU Sports, the rest of it, all things HPU Sports, as well as HeroSports.com and Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night on Facebook Live. I'm exhausted. I need a beer in the worst way, but thank you for tuning into the podcast. This is Scott Burson, Klein Hour, signing out. Oh, shit.